DWN Productions THC podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at boygob.com and live on the Fancy Dan page at youtube.com slash WXZP1429 slash XP72.net. Joe, how was your week? Uh, it was okay, Tom. Oh, yeah? Anything yeah. happened? Uh, I got sliced up. And uh, spent a few days in bed and learned that I don't really care for opioids all that much. That's a, a drug that does not have a good high and uh, leaves you feeling fucking itchy. It's weird. And uh, like, like fucking constipates you. It's like, who gets hooked on this shit? You know, it's, it's not fun at all. So painkillers, definitely not for me. Uh, haven't really been taking them the past two days, I guess, because I just don't like the the feeling. Because you're a man, damn it! Right, I'm fucking. <laughs> I haven't got time for the pain, as they say. <laughs> yeah, let, let me try to share this shit. Let me find our. So what happened? You finally got all that extra penis skin removed, or what? Uh, yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. So now um, your back doesn't hurt as much from carrying all that weight around. No. no That's good. Uh, I remember go. the horror stories. You would say how that shit just filled up like a balloon every time you had to piss. And you had to jab it with a needle to deflate that fucking thing. So I'm glad you got it taken care of. I really am. Yeah, whatever you're saying. Yeah. Good. Okay. Good, good. So how do you feel now? Uh, I'm still in some pain, but I'm better. You know, I went to work yesterday for, for a while. <laughs> had that go. I went all right. You know, I mean, I got a lot of shit to do this week, like a whole fucking lot. A lot of oh, shit. I understand. To catch up on. Unlike, you know, a lot of people, I don't like just fucking staying home and not, not working. You know, 
I mean, it's cool for a day or two, but when you're forced to, uh, work just piles up, man. Work piles up and got a lot of shit to get done. We are live, <laughs> but Tom you can't fuck. share the show because he made racist <laughs> comments. I already shared it. I'm waiting on you. We're all waiting on you, Joe. So I, uh, I don't really know what happened this way. I went to the doctor. It turns out it was a bacterial infection. So there was some filthy fuck it frightmare transferring their bacteria to everybody. So uh, they can go fuck themselves. Uh, what else happened this week? Tyler came and helped out in the shop. So thank you for that. The uh, Camp Zool stuff is pretty close to being done. So that is good. And then it'll... Then it'll be on to painting bald heads in June. So that's what I got to look forward to, young Joseph. And then I have a, a band coming over tomorrow for LifeCast. So it'll be a different day in the shop, not just waking up and painting and doing all that. Now I'm going to have to deal with people tomorrow. Which, sure, it's fun. It breaks up the monotony, but... Sometimes you need that monotony, like on days that we stay up late to record, and it prevents me from sleeping in if I have to wake up early to do stuff. But that is okay, and Joe is gone. He just fucked right off. I don't know where the hell he went, but uh, now the screen's all fucked. Hopefully he will come back. But uh, I don't know where he went, and I really can't uh, switch it. So hopefully he comes back soon. While we're waiting, let's see if I can... Oh, got rid of that son of a bitch. All right, nobody's in the comments for me to look at except Kyle. Kyle, hello, how are you? Ah... This is not not great, but uh, what what can you do? I know Joe saw some movies I'm not going to give a fluff about, but uh, internet cut out. That's what Joe just said, so I don't know why he wouldn't just get on your phone. Mm. So hopefully Joe will be back in. A minute in the meantime, I can say, hey, head on over to DWN Productions and peruse all the fine, fine wares. I got to do something like this so you can see me peruse all the fine, fine wares at DWNProductions.net and FastCustomShirts.com where you can get a shirt with that this way, that little guy on it. Just search Boy Gob in the search box and that shirt will come up at fastcustomshirts.com luckily the bots are back and it is the naked hd girls here streamer recommends so thank you for joining us tonight sex bot i appreciate it i don't know if joe will but uh if he doesn't get back here soon i think we're gonna 
call this pig fucked and I'm going to go to sleep and we'll try it again another time. But why it's taken him so long to just use his phone is beyond me. So uh, there's nothing I could really do right now to pause this or restart it. But man, yesterday, I guess I can start talking about movies. Hopefully he'll get back on here and I won't have to talk about this fucking thing again. But uh, shit, I'm just trying to change the frame of this and it's just not working. Well, I don't want to have to. So let me lean over like this so we can kind of see me here. But I watched a movie. Oh, here he is. Fingers <laughs> fucking crossed. So the internet's working well, huh? Well, it was. And then, uh, like, the power flashed off for a second, and the internet is gone now. Because of the strong winds. Right, there is winds, and uh, we've got a storm a-brewing, as they say. Oh, no. Yeah. Do you have a shelter you can hide in? No, no. I don't hide okay, well, I got storm. I have some good news. In your absence, the sex bots came back. So they're letting you know the naked streaming girls are here. Let me see. I can't see coming. So there is that. There it is. There's the chat. So you're back to drinking now, or is that piss? Hold on. How the fuck do you do this shit? I don't know, Joe. I don't know either. I can't see the chat, you know, because I'm on my phone and all. But fuck it. That's all right. No, this is a Gatorade. Ah, the orange kind. Yes, the orange flavor. Is it to keep you hydrated? It is to keep me hydrated. Keep those electrolytes in you so you don't just piss them all out. Exactly. So, Mm. enough of that bullshit, Tom. So, you had a bacterial infection. uh, Yes. Because you're dirty and shit. No, people who went to Frightmare are dirty and shit. Mm. And they passed it on. I'm not sure how, but was you rubbing up against them? I try not to rub up against too many folks these days, with the laws and all now. All right. Chat. Comment. Nah, this this shit don't work. Yeah, just just do the show, Joe. How Fuck about that? Thing. Yeah, let's how do the show. That? Did you watch anything, Tom? I did. I watched a movie from the year 1997 called Warriors of Virtue. Have you heard of this, Joe? I've heard of it, yeah. It's, uh, I think they had a toy line to try to promote this movie, but it never, uh, never went anywhere. <laughs> they were action figures. Yeah. So they, these that, are like kangaroos, right? Kangaroo superheroes. Kangaroos, as they're called in the movie. Right. So these are kung fu roos. Roos about of virtue. It's about a little cripple kid who has like one of those old timey braces on his legs. Yeah. Where it's like those two metal pieces on each side. And, uh, when he's walking around and stuff and they don't actually show the shit on his leg, the sound effects make sure that you know he's a crippled guy because you hear the jingling and jangling the of the metal. Of metal yep. on metal. 
Yeah, like whenever somebody picks up a gun in a movie and it makes it like a weird metallic noise, which doesn't happen when you pick up a gun in real life. <laughs> oh, shit. Somebody dropped some change. Nope, just picked up a gun. Picked up a gun, yep. So uh, this kid has a friend who's about 25 years older than him, and he's a chef, but he's not some just ordinary chef. This guy is Chinese, Joe. Not like those Mexican chefs you usually see. In the Chinese. But, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. It is at a Chinese buffet. So uh, when he cooks, he does kung fu as well. So it looks really cool, like when he's chopping shit or walking the rice or whatever the fuck it does. It's the damnedest shit I've ever seen, Joe. They're trying to make this guy's cooking just looks so cool and he's doing like all these flips and shit when he's cutting cabbage it's silly it's silly shit so uh the dude's just like hey i got this book full of like kung fu shit you should read it and stop being sad that you're a fucking crippled kid and then he's just like ah, my mom gives me self-help books i was hoping you were gonna molest me i'm taking off so he leaves to go to a uh, football game at school, which obviously he can't play with, you know, the, the crippled leg and all. Right. But uh, he comes up with a play that wins the game for him. So uh, the quarterback invites him to hang out with him. That's his reward for winning the game. But, you know, he doesn't really want to hang out with a crippled Joe. He's going to make him look like a fool. So he says, hey, meet me at the old sewer, you crippled fuck. And he says, oh, boy, I can't wait. So him and his buddy meet him at the sewer. And he says, all right, if you want to hang out with us, you got to spray paint on that wall. However, Joe, that wall is on the other side of a swirling cesspool that you can only get across by walking across this very thin pipe. So he gets about halfway through, and a big flush of water comes down and knocks him off the pipe, and he swirls down. And I guess, like, all the poo-poo goes into a magical world of kangaroo kung fu fighters and shit. Because that's where he wakes up. And then all this bullshit happens with kangaroos trying to protect fucking people from other people. And uh, it wasn't like even all a dream where he wakes up coughing up poo-poo and pee-pee water and shit. He's just like, oh, I'm I'm back on this pipe. I just thought about that in the middle of you know, me walking over this pipe, deciding if I should do this or not. And then he says, no, man, I'm not going to graffiti. That shit's whack. And he walks the other way, back the other way, and the movie's over with. It's not virtuous to do graffitis. Mm-mm. That was the whole point. Yeah. Directed by ride, Ronnie U. Does he ride inside a uh, a ruse pouch? <laughs> he does, and he comes out all slimy and shit, and he's like, got him. I was just like, oh, you sneaky child molesting Rue, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, it was uh, 
it's pretty bad. It's obviously a Ninja Turtles ripoff. Uh, get some beers and some friends, and you might have a good time. But it was, it was cheap looking. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This was, this was wild shit, Joe. I wouldn't recommend you watch this, but uh, if you uh, if you heard about this shit and you like to do some drinking. Maybe give it a watch, but there's like nothing spectacularly bad in it. It's just kind of like, huh, this is, this is something, but I will never watch it again. There is a sequel though called Warriors of Virtue 2. And I guess they didn't have the money for the kangaroo costumes. <laughs> so their fucking <laughs> explanation is, oh, they evolved into humans. <laughs> oh, okay. I understand. <laughs> so I don't think I'll be watching that because the whole point was really just to laugh at these stupid kung fu fucking kangaroos who don't really even do shit. Did you buy the this Blu-ray or something? No. I went to the theater and watched it. Well, it seems like something you would buy. Yeah, but I didn't. I had the luck of the Irish on my side. The Irish kangaroos who do kung fu. Hmm. And at the end, they were bleeding. I was just like, that's something I didn't expect to see in this fucking family movie about kung fu kangaroos with, like, noses and mouths are bleeding after the fight. There's there's some weird shit in it, Joe. <laughs> weird shit. Like the fucking... uh. The crippled kid and his friend, the the friend knows something's up. And he's just like, man, I think they want to turn our wieners into hot dogs with meatballs on the side. What does that even mean? Why is that? Why is that a line of dialogue in this kid's movie? Fucking just weird shit in it, Joe. Weird shit. Would recommend under the right circumstances. Under the influence. Yeah. And if you're a fucking asshole. Mmm. Those fucking ruse. Just gonna mark that off right there. Alright. Well, I caught up on some television shows, Tom. I finished uh, Troy, Fall of the City, which is a Netflix... Uh, I don't know how many episodes this was. Ten, maybe. And it is a adaptation of the Iliad, which you certainly read in college. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's like the whole Helen of Troy story. And it, they did a good job of it. If you're into this kind of shit, this, uh, uh, you know, epic fucking poetry, mythology type thing, this is, this is pretty good. Uh, the chick that they got playing Helen of Troy, she's really, really attractive. So they got that right. Um, you know, all the shit, the Trojan horse, Achilles and his fucking ankle and all that, you know, good stuff. Pretty good. I, I would recommend it if you're into that kind of shit, you know, if not, fuck it. They end it to where like they were going to do maybe an, another adaptation and follow, uh, what's his name? Fucking, I forgot his name. Uh, but the Odyssey, you know, so they were going to like do that next. But I guess not. Odysseus, that's his fucking name, because he goes on this Odyssey and shit, you know, Odysseus. But, yeah, 
That's it. Troy, Fall of the City, Netflix. Speaking of old-timey shit that fucking sucks, I watched The Cursed. Have you heard of this, Joe? Is that the one that has like a hand coming out on the cover? No. It's the one that has like silver teeth on oh, the this cover. Oh, the recent thing, yeah. Yes, it's a 2022 movie. 2022 movie about a werewolf, right? Maybe. Uh, some white people go and murder a bunch of gypsies. They uh, turn one into a scarecrow, and they turn other one into a seed because they bury her alive. But uh, these gypsies, like, took a skull and cast up some teeth and then put the teeth on the skull and made, like, a little denture set with these teeth that were cast and I guess if somebody puts those in their mouth they get magical werewolf powers that makes them want to bite people and then those people turn into tree monsters and then they turn into werewolves Really fucking dumb, Joe. And this being a ye old timey shit didn't fucking help anything at all. The scarecrow looked all right. Uh, there was surprisingly a lot of blood and gore in it, but I can't recommend this shit to anybody. If I don't even think you would like it, Joe, and it's a folk horror movie. And, you know, I don't think uh, shit a lot of people went to go see it either, so. Mm-mm. Usually, uh, Redbox has Blu-rays that they rent people. They only had this on DVD, which was probably telling right there that the company didn't even want to spend the extra money for Blu-rays. And no faith in it whatsoever. Mm -mm. So, uh... This is fucking dumb, dude. It was see it was a CGI werewolf, except for when they were like cutting it open. And then I guess like a werewolf grows around the people because <laughs> they kill this fucking werewolf and then they cut the motherfucker out of it. <laughs> but they're a little fucking crazy now. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Would not recommend. It's not going to be on the worst of the year list because it's not that bad, but it's fucking stupid. And who gives a fuck in those stupid fucking fucking hats that they wear? You can go fucking sit on that shit and get pregnant. Fuck everybody who fucking made or watched this movie, (laughs) including myself. (laughs) Tom, I uh, finished up. Season six of the X Files, and uh, let's see. This season, uh, there's a definitely a downward uh, shift in quality because what they did, you see, David Duchovny, he wanted to take Hollywood by storm, and they always filmed this shit in Ontario, Canada, or, or someplace in Canada because it's a lot cheaper there. You see, but he said, "No, fuck it, I want to film in L.A." 
so I can get some movie roles going and launch my movie career. I don't want to just do television, you know? So they said, fuck it. Okay, do company. We'll do that. So their budget, I guess, more than doubled because they're in L.A., you see? So they have very few creatures this season. And they have, like, a lot of comedic episodes and just a lot of stupid shit. It's nowhere near as good. Uh, I think in season seven, like, I think Duchovny's, like, tired of it. And he just does one more season, then he fucking highballs it. But then he comes back, you know, because he didn't take Hollywood by storm. He didn't fucking do shit. He had, like, another TV show. So he comes back to the X-Files, because that's all they'll fucking pay him for. So fuck that guy. But I remember he went out there, and he, like, he did a couple movies, like, the first X-Files movie and the second X-Files movie. <laughs> he was in a movie called California. With, with a, a K. With a K. Because he's a fucking racist. Because it's edgy as shit. No. Because <laughs> it was the sequel to Mortal Kombat. Yep. Yep. Fucking prick. And then mm-hmm. he fucking did that show where he fucks every hole. Right. X-Files, I think it was called. I think it was called The Man Who Fucks Every Hole. The Return. <laughs> X-Files The Return. The later years. <clears throat> yeah. Well, speaking of the man that fucks every hole, have you ever seen Jason Goes to Hell, Joe? Yeah, a long time back. I don't remember too much about it. It starts out really good. It's like this lady's going to a cabin. And then she runs away from Jason. And then they blow the shit up out of Jason. And they should have ended the movie right there. Just stretch that shit out for an hour and a half. But uh, this is the one where they bring Jason's fucking body parts back to uh, the morgue. And then some dude eats his heart. And now he's Jason. But he's really a little worm that crawls inside ladies' butts and shit. Uh, I mean, it would have been okay, a lot better, if they just stuck with, you know, it being Jason instead of this fucking crazy black dude who shaves this other white guy. That's that's odd. <laughs> and, uh, like, I guess Jason's supposed to be a deadite and shit for people who care about that stuff but there's some cool effects in here this is one of the only friday the 13th movies that actually have like some gore effects and shit in it that wasn't cut but is this the one where it's only a Voorhees can kill a Voorhees? with the fucking dagger from the evil dead movies yeah okay Mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's some good stuff there's some not good stuff, but I like the feel and the look of the movie. But there's a lot of pig dicklins in it, Joe. A lot of pig dicklins. But, uh, you know, every Friday the 13th, I can't watch the fucking part five with commentary. So I switched it up a little bit this time and probably should have just stuck with Oh, reliable and Danny Steinman saying, That's a good looking black kid. Always cracks me up. Rest in empowerment, Danny Steinman. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Maybe next time, Tom. Next month. Yeah. So I watched Spider Baby, which I've never seen before. This is an old-timey black-and-white movie. It's by, not uh, as old as you think. Well, Lon Chaney Jr. is in it, so it's somewhat old. Uh, I think he died as soon as they called cut. I think he died of consumption. And uh, what's his name? Sid Haig. Sidney Haig. Sid Haig's face isn't as all fucked up as it was when he was older. So I'd say it's... No, it is. You know. You um, just don't see it as much because of the lighting, but... Maybe. That black and white... So this is about a family of inbreds, and they got this disease that the older they get, the more degenerate they get, and they eventually become cannibals. And uh, some of their relatives come by, and they're trying to get their fucking house from them, trying to swindle them out of their money, out of their estate. Okay, But luckily, they've had the chauffeur that's been looking after the family for, for quite a while. So he takes care of the kids. And keeps old fucking people that are just like all fucking lunatics. Keeps them down in the basement. Feeds them people once in a while, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the entirety of the movie. It's just like, okay, they're eventually going to kill off these people that are coming to take their, their, their fucking estate. And that's it. I mean, there's not much to it, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Lon Chaney fucking horrible actor you know <laughs> but a hell of a crooner you know they do make some references to the wolfman so they got that you know that's kind of that whole like nod to the past so they've been doing that shit forever but uh but i dug it i thought it was an all right flick i would recommend it it's, <laughs> it's a good one stuff. unlike you i'm a lon cheney fan mm-hmm. i think he does good shit I think he's only good when he has a cane. <laughs> to hold himself up from all the booze he ingested. Yep. That's right. They yeah, got him one... the title song in this movie. They did. How did it go? I don't remember. Oh, it's a spider baby. They are killing people and eating them. <laughs> Spider Baby and his amazing friends. And then Miss Lion pisses on his leg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rest in empowerment, Mrs. You think Lon Chaney's having sex with Miss Lion right now, Joe? Probably. Lon Chaney Jr. is for That's, sure. No, I'm, th- I'm talking about his papa. His dad, his old daddy. Yes. Yes. Okay. A picture? Because that was a cartoon dog. Right. I know. You got that autograph of Miss Lion, right? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Fred the Hammer Welker. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Sitting in. Hey, Joe. Speaking of resting and empowerment, you found some weird shit this week, didn't you? Did I? You sure did. Oh, okay. So, no, I've known about this for a while. Uh, a friend of mine that is a comic writer told me about it one time. He said, yeah, George, you know, he's got this fetish that he just likes to pay women to uh, to dress up in superhero clothing. 
wrestle and fucking tear each other's clothes off and shit. So he did a lot of this, you know, just invested his own money into to getting this done. And uh, so, yeah, most of them are, are online. You can find them. I forgot what the wrestling thing is called. Uh, but I think yeah, it's DT Wrestling. Yeah. Um, the Sisterhood of Superheroines. Right. There you go. That's what it is. So, yeah, I put a link to it on the on the DWN's terrible horror crap podcast page, which is sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts. I can see, see it at the bottom. That's why I got the name. Um, yeah, it's just an odd thing that he did. And like a, a couple of years back, I remember that there was this uh, this like not even a B movie actress. She's like a, the independent movie actress. And I think she was from Texas or whatever. And she was doing a, a comic book and he did the art for it. And I was like, how the fuck did she afford this guy to do the art on this really shittily written comic? And then like somebody had posted a link and she's in one of those vi- uh, wrestling video things, you know, uh, I don't remember her name, some fucking loser, but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the, fucking weird shit the guy was like a a weird fetishist but (laughs) he had the money to live out or have make his fetish become a reality you know so hey more power to you dead guy you were a great artist this was uh extremely extreme extremely cheap looking Mm -hmm. and uh very very confusing I did look around the website. Said, All right, well, how much is this? Maybe we'll get a DVD and giggle. Did you look at the prices, Joe? No, I didn't. The cheapest for a 20-minute chapter or episode, whatever the fuck they're called, because these are made in like 20-minute increments, $24.98. And I'm sure plus shipping if it's not a digital thing. <sighs> that that is that is very very expensive. When I'm sure you can see fucking Wonder Woman or Batman, whoever they're fucking dressed up as, actually sucking cocks on the internet for free. Yeah. So. Ah, uh, odd. When I saw that, I was like, "What the f- what? <laughs> what? That's why he was wearing these colorful shirts." All right. Ah, uh, very, very odd. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I'd known about this for a while, but then when he died, like, oh yeah, he had that fucking wrestling thing too. Let me post a, a link to that. And it's kind of like a smack in the fucking mouth to wrestling because it really <laughs> isn't that. <laughs> it's just fucking like probably some fucking por- I want us porn stars, probably some broads who suck dick for money on camera somewhere, dressed up like fucking Wonder Woman and shit with their tits hanging out, rolling around in a- someone's apartment. Yeah, but he did write the dialogue <laughs> for this shit too. <laughs> I don't know, like I've seen one or two back in the day, but they're not even they're not even sexy. You know, that's not. <laughs> There's nothing fucking to it. So you weren't able to pull your meat to it? Nah, it's just... 
this ain't no good. (laughs) (laughs) No fluids left the body Mm -mm. except ones from your eyes when you realize what you were watching. Or maybe it was hot that day and I was sweating a little from my brow. That's about it. Mm. Crazy shit. Crazy, (laughs) crazy shit. Wonder why it didn't take off. So, Joe, I've seen you dance before, so you're obviously not a tough guy. I'm not. I'm not. Because you know they say tough guys don't dance. All right. You ever ever read this book? I've not. I've read one book by Mr. Norman Mailer, and it is called The Black Forest or something. It's something up. It was about Hitler, and it wasn't very good. And uh, I remember it just being pretty fucking boring. And I have another one from him called Ancient Evenings that's about uh, Egypt. But uh, but I've never read this one, Tough Guys Don't Dance. But it struck me as odd that you would watch this. It's like this doesn't seem like, like a movie that would, you know, enter Tom's radar. So where did you come across this that you wanted to watch it? This is a uh, Vinegar Syndrome release. See, it doesn't even seem like a Vinegar Syndrome <laughs> type movie. Either. Well, it is a piece of shit. <laughs> so, it does seem like a Vinegar Syndrome release. I think what's even more shocking than that is this is a canon picture. It does not at all seem like it would be a fucking canon movie. No. So, I thought that was... That was a little, what? Really? All right, maybe maybe we're in for something here. And we were just not what you would expect from a canon movie. Or a vinegar syndrome. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a piece of shit, so most of the stuff that they release is, is not good. I was talking to a few people on the old Vinegar Syndrome page, and a couple people were acting like this was actually a good movie. I can't. Like some of those Vinegar Syndrome people, man, they just got to justify spending all that money and getting the subscriptions and shit just so they don't feel like an asshole. (laughs) You know, sometimes it's okay to say, yeah, this is a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, yeah, when uh, we've both got friends that work, <laughs> I don't you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, well, I mean, we've got friends at Severin too, but we'll say when their movies suck, and we'll get to that, we'll get to that. But, uh, yeah, this is not a good movie. It's uh, why don't you, what's what's this fucking movie about, Tom? Joe, <laughs> so. This movie comes off like half of the footage was lost in a fire and they didn't have money to go and reshoot shit. So they had to just use like every bad take and just whatever they had to get this movie done. Everything is all out of place. There's flashbacks within a flashback. Uh... You're not really sure what's going on. At some point, 
I thought it was just going to be like all a drunken blur because the main character's just drunk. And I thought that's how they were going to fucking like make this make sense. It's, oh, it's just the ramblings of a drunk man. Oh, I get it. No. It's just, uh, I'm not sure if it's edited really bad or if it was just written really bad and that was how it was written to be and it's it's fucking crazy um a writer who doesn't write he's not even a writer if he doesn't write so a guy who throws parties for fucking dickheads his wife leaves him and she marries bootleg Trey Parker. Maybe she dies. Maybe she doesn't. But he ends up fucking this other old lady while her gay husband watches and cries. And then she dies. Or maybe she doesn't. <laughs> And then Wings Hauser might have killed somebody to set him up because he was married to this guy's ex-wife whose ovaries exploded when they fell into a ditch. Or maybe that never happened. It's a very fucking confusing movie. And it's even more confusing that this shit clearly takes place in Rhode Island, but some motherfuckers talk like they're from Nolens. Somebody, some motherfuckers talk like they're from deep Georgia. And like two minor characters who are barely in the movie talk kind of with a Rhode Island accent. And then Clarence Williams III shows up for a scene that doesn't matter, but he gets top billing on the fucking credits. This movie's crazy, Joe. This movie is fucking crazy. Uh, there's a lot of cocaine. There's a lot of fucking booze. And there's fucking... There's at least ten lines of dialogue that just come out of nowhere. And you're just like, what the fuck did they just say? Did they really say this? Like, Trey Parker's pulling a gun on this motherfucker. So you tell me. Did she give you a rim job? What? <laughs> The son of, he really said that shit. What the fuck? It is crazy. Fucking uh, Steve from the Chocoholics came over and we had some beers and we were watching this shit and our fucking minds were both blown away. We didn't know what the fuck was going on, but we were laughing our balls off the whole fucking time. This uh, this definitely became one of my top five fucking bad movies. Uh. Get get liquored up with your friends and watch this shit. It's Let's a good fucking time. Plot because uh, uh, dude, like, you I'm can't. So this is a movie about a writer. Like Tom says, he doesn't write, but he's married to an Italian chick, and he decides, hey, we should go swing with this other couple. So they go meet the other couple. They fuck, and uh, then the chick that he fucked falls in love with him kind of and tells him, Hey, you know, I'm eventually going to leave this guy and I'm going to marry some other rich dude. And then I'm going to come meet you and marry you. 
So that happens. They have a seance too. Yeah, and they had a seance. After that seance, she leaves him because she saw some bad shit in that seance or something. So somewhere in between that, he got locked up for three years for dealing coke. And uh, then Wings Hauser is a new sheriff, and he starts having an affair with this guy's wife, or is married to his old wife, but having an affair with his new wife that left him and he is seen or meets a couple in a bar a porn star and a gay guy and he fucks the the porn star right in front of the gay guy and the gay guy gets mad i'm not sure why because he's gay have some decency and they're trying to set this dude up and they have two million dollars in a briefcase and wings hauser is after that money and so is the other wife He's also after the homegrown because it puts feathers on his ass. Yeah, and uh, and the main character Ryan O'Neill, his dad is there, and he's helping him get rid of heads. But yeah, I don't fucking know. This movie is all over the fucking place. It is very confusing. It has uh, it has some lines of dialogue that do make you crack the fuck up, but it's. And then the football team scorched my pussy hair. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> and motherfucking Steve kept saying, I can't believe this Ryan O'Neill guy. He's in like actual movies. The only thing I know this fucking guy is from this movie. He will always be the, oh man. Oh God. Oh, man. Oh, God. That is the only fucking thing I will remember this guy if I ever see anything he's been in. And I remember what the fuck he looks like. Because in every scene, this guy looks like a different fucking guy. Sometimes his face is all puffed out. Sometimes his hair's disheveled. Sometimes it's combed. It just looks like a different fucking guy in every scene he's in. With, Shit's uh, wild. Yeah, and with Wings Hauser on it, you know there was a lot of cocaine on set. So, like, the scenes where they do show cocaine, they're, that's probably fucking real. Uh, I don't know, Tom. All I got to tell you is you're small potatoes. <sighs> Would recommend... <laughs> I would recommend for one watch. Uh, it's uh, it, it is it's a viewing experience for sure. I think if you had you were able to do some boozing, and you had some buddies, I think you would you'd love this movie. I would have liked it a lot more. So for yeah. those that don't have that vinegar syndrome hookup, the movie is on uh, YouTube. That's where I watched it earlier. Oh, then- wait a couple weeks. It's going to be half off. So just buy that shit when they have their fucking uh, half-off sale. Totally. I mean, 100%. This is, if you like pieces of shit, garbage-ass movies, and you like drinking while watching said movies, this is like 100%. uh, This is up there with Champagne and Bullets, for sure. Champagne and Bullets is better. A lot better. But uh, this one, wild, wild fucking shit. This is Ben and Arthur level fucking good 
100% watch this shit, but get fucked up and at least have one other friend with you. If you don't have any friends, dig one up just so you'll have something to fucking laugh at. Because you'll probably be going to jail for grave robbing, but at least you'll have this fucking movie to keep your keep you company while you're while you're in jail would recommend highly do a little mouse dicking before you watch it too so Fuck. i continued my journey in the all the haunts brs box set so i watched folk horror very short documentary called devil down under and it's about satanic panic in uh in australia and cover some of the movies that the that they made over there. Pretty good, pretty good documentary. But then the next disc is a Polish folk horror movies, and I can't even pronounce these fucking names. One of them is called Wizgazizaza, uh, and it's about a guy that he comes home after I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Doesn't matter because it's boring. But uh, his, wife, his wife is dying because she's given herself an abortion because she got pregnant uh, while he was away. And, and being uh, Polish, she's sticking the coat hanger in her butt. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I don't know. She's like a werewolf or something. But it doesn't matter because the movie's fucking dull. It is boring. Nothing goes on. Uh, much like this other movie, Loki's. Loki's, Loki's, the manuscript of Doctor whatever the fuck. This is about a professor slash preacher type guy. And he's going off into the, I don't know, the boonies of Poland to like research uh, folk traditions. So at least this one, I guess both of these have that that folk horror type thing. Uh, He stays with a count that his mother was raped by a bear. So no, no. The people think he might be a werebear, you know, turns into a bear every once in a while, which he does at the end. Maybe. I don't know. But then gets shot. So it doesn't fucking matter. But this one's very <laughs> long, very boring. Fuck Poland. They can't make <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> so this was two big strikes for this box set. Dude, it seems like you like two movies that were in here. Eyes of Fire and the one with the fucking nipple on the thigh. Yeah, that one. Well, I like the the British one, Allison's Birthday. I thought that was good. And then uh, Celia, Celia, that was really good. But it wasn't a folk horror movie. You know, I'll get a tally afterwards. I think I still got like four discs on this fucking <laughs> Out of this 84 disc set. <laughs> And if you've been uh, interested in this, I think this will also be on sale. I want to say Severin is having their sale the third or second weekend of June, but I could be wrong. You can always go to the Severin Film social media pages and see when they will be having their sale. But we will definitely bring that up when it gets closer. Yeah, looks like they got some new masks or something. I don't know. Somebody broke into their cellar or some shit. We'll just have to find out, tee-hee. Yeah. Watch anything else, Tom? I did. I watched, uh, 
shit. Nah, man. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Well, Joe's going, uh, maybe Joe's going up north, man. No. He's becoming a Canadian. Stir of Echoes too, Tom. Did you? Stir of Echoes, The Homecoming. And this one, Rob Lowe is a soldier in, uh, I don't know, Kuwait, Afghanistan, one of those sand countries. And, uh, this van rolls up to their checkpoint and they just fucking blow the shit out of this van. But, it wasn't uh, Iraqi soldiers or, you know, Afghans or whatever. It was a family, Tom. A family. So then all kinds of shit starts blowing up. And he gets hurt. So they send him home. And when he gets home, Tom, he starts seeing ghostesses. Burned up ghostesses everywhere he turns. Like, oh shit, there's a ghost there. You know, he closed the refrigerator door and there's a ghost right behind it. Oh shit, jump scare. But, uh... He figures out, oh, there's some, these ghostesses are trying to tell me something. They're trying to tell me something. I got to figure out what it is. And then he comes across a, uh, a newspaper article about this Arab kid that'd been killed, hate crime, and they set him on fire. No oh, shit, he's got to figure that out. So then, oh shit, he's actually the guy being burned on fire because he's seen shit through the eyes of the kid that was murdered. But it turns out, Tom, that it was his son that fucking did it. His son was part of this hate crime. And uh, in order to get that curse lifted so the ghost won't kill his son, he shoots his wife. The end. The ghost walks off in the cemetery, you know, looks back. He's like, you know, his, him and his son, I don't know. Well, he goes to jail or something. I don't know. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> this movie's fucking stupid and boring. And I liked the first one. The first Stir of Echoes, that's a really good fucking movie. This is not. This is a horrible piece of shit. And it's on Tubi. <laughs> you want to watch it, but I don't recommend. Do not recommend that at all. You seen any other Rob Lowe movies? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Was it Black Any Sheep? Any Rob Lowe home movies? Or, uh, yeah, he did that shit back in the day, right? Was that with minors or anything? Yep, they was wearing a little hat and a pitchfork, one of those little pitchfork things that he was mining. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And shit, he did that and he was able to get in Stir of Echoes too, so... <laughs> If you want a sci-fi channel movie. Is it? That should tell you something right there. It's good then. (laughs) Because the way you were talking, it wasn't. Then you said it's a sci-fi channel movie, so obviously it's good. Yeah. Probably has Bruce Campbell in it somewhere. (laughs) Uh, And then, yes, Lisa and I went to the theater because I wanted some popcorn. But she put that fucking butter salt on it. And that butter salt? I don't know. Some popcorn salt, I guess. And you know, popcorn don't need fucking salt. It's salty enough. But ruined the popcorn, Tom. She ruined the popcorn. So I went to see the Northman. And this is about a guy that uh his dad is killed by his brother. So he's swears revenge on his uncle. Like, I'm gonna kill you someday when I'm grown up and tough and everything. 
So this is the Lion King. Yeah, or Hamlet, or a lot of other movies. And uh, he comes back, has plenty of opportunities to kill his uncle, and doesn't. And it's uh, it's fairly slow. It's a beautiful looking film. Beautiful looking. But, <laughs> Shot so well. But, you know, I mean, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen the movie. Not much to it. Uh, people are praising it. Uh, Vikings. I think Vikings are fucking dumb. You know, uh, yeah, all their culture was based around rape and there's not a single rape in this movie. So that was a letdown. Uh, that's all the Vikings did is rape, just rape people. Fuck that culture. Uh, so this is a Julie Bell painting put to film. Right. Julie Bell. Or Boris Valdezjo. They're a tag team, you know. Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> One in the same. They even share a website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I would not recommend going to the theater to watch it. If you, there's some way you can stream it or something. And there is. There is a way. Is, it's on Amazon. It's all over the place. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I was surprised since you haven't been to the theater since H.P. Lovecraft's Underwater. I'm surprised this is the one that got you back. It's usually just Star Wars movies that <laughs> get you to the theater. I haven't been to the theater since uh, Star Wars. It too. Fuck! I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, that sucked too. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I wanted to go to the theater, and it was either this or uh, that. Everything, everywhere. Doctor Gay. Yeah, I want to see that when that hits streaming. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, that looks alright. I know you're not down with the Asians, but but uh, yeah, I probably I I made the wrong choice this time for sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. A lot of people have been saying that the Northman was pretty good. I have to disagree with them. I mean, it's an old, <laughs> but it's just not really. It's no the bitch. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I'm definitely not gonna not gonna watch this. I'm not a sword and sorcery or, you know, naked man with a sword type of movie guy. But I heard it was pretty good. I'll just watch Sorceresses again. I can't get enough of that flying lion, Joe. Or Conan the Destroyer. No, just Sorceresses. That's the only one. It's got the Milton twins in it, you see. It does. That's all I watched, Tom. It's good. No, come on. You watched something else, didn't you? Did I? Hey, what is that? You hear that? It sounds like a lizard. (laughs) Yes. Continuing our exploration of the Fangoria films. This is the final one. Yeah. This is the last one. This was called what? A farewell to severed Ar- ties. Severed ties. That was it. Yeah, run them down on the plot on this one, Tom. So uh, this is about Kurt Connors trying to find a cure for like diseases and missing limbs and shit, and he does. But instead of him turning into a monster. The limbs he tries to regrow turns into a monster. 
And then he tries to fuck a hobo. <laughs> and for some reason, Garrett Morris is back. I guess he gave him a deal. <laughs> At the hobo. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty much just uh, a skewed version of uh, the Kurt Connors origin stories. Because he there's even an autographed picture to him in this thing. And I was like... That's paying attention to detail right there. You got some points for that shit. At least you read the issue, you fuck. Uh, it, it has some good stuff in it. Quote, unquote, good stuff. I mean, the lizard puppet was cool. The fucking, the little snake arm puppets, those were all right. There's a couple gore scenes in there. This one actually felt more like a Fangoria movie. I'll uh, give them this, that, you know, they made three different kinds of movies. They just didn't make the same shit. So, I mean, maybe you'll like one out of these three, but probably not. I thought this one was the most entertaining, but it ain't saying much. Uh, I was not entertained by this one. <laughs> This one was just fucking dumb. Uh, yeah, on occasion, the snake arm puppets look all right. Um, but it was just like, what the fuck? This guy goes to live amongst uh, the Morlocks. <laughs> and meets the girl of his dream. You know, a girl that can't talk until the end. And then she A girl off. that they thought was a boy to begin with. Right, yeah. And it's got some weird shit going on with uh, Britt Eklund, I think, plays his mom. And ben Eklund. Oliver Reed, who just like Long Cheney Jr. is working for booze money. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking weird and it was dumb and I don't know. Uh, he's got some kind of weird fetish shit going on with Britt Eklund too. And at the end, like... Uh, they throw they throw them in a blender like this, <laughs> the little boy falls in love with and Britt Ganlon go in a blender so they're combined now. It has the little girl boy's body <laughs> and at the end like he's like working for his mom again, making all this shit, but she wants to blend him with Oliver Reed so she can like fuck her son. Or something. It's I don't know. Well, I mean, she's she was fucking her son through the whole thing. I don't know if you watched the edited one, but uh the one on Prime is edited. There's one on YouTube that is unedited. I watched the YouTube one. Okay, well, it definitely shows the mom and son making out in the lab, and Oliver Reed's just there, like, yeah. what? Yeah, Oliver Reed's got like a shoe fetish, and that's what it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is a fucking odd movie. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I o I only wish that we could have found a better quality version to watch because all the ones that I found weren't great. Uh, if uh, you know, we at least saw saw a DVD rip somewhere, it probably would have helped so we could see what we were actually watching a little bit better. Yeah, because to be fair, we did not watch the uh, 
best quality version. But I mean, it's what out the it's what's out there. The fucking one on Amazon didn't look much better, and it was edited. So it was edited for incest and animal violence. It seemed like, yeah. Uh, so Fangoria Films, Joe. Out of all the Fangoria films, I guess I enjoyed that vampire one. Like that oh, flew on me as it went, and I got a lot of laughs out of that one. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I I want to say I like this one the best, but I got a hard spot in my pants for Angus Scrum, so I'm gonna have to go with that one. But that sucked a fucking dick too. These none they're none of these were good movies. So I'll get with Tom later because I forgot to pick a uh, franchise that we're going to cover next. Uh, but I'll let you know sometime this evening. Hope so, Joe. Yeah, there was something I had seen that were, were streaming somewhere, but uh, I don't remember what it was. Hadn't really been thinking about it. <laughs> but speaking of not thinking. Spider-Man. Speaking of origin stories of Spider-Man villains. This issue... Spider-Man's faces off against Hammerhead, a fucking Dick Tracy villain, if I ever saw <laughs> And yes, we get the origin of Hammerhead. Turns out he was just some schlub on the street that some scientist medical type picked up and said, hey. Filled his head with concrete. <laughs> filled your head with metal. So now he's headbutt people. And that's fucking the Hammerhead's fucking power, and that's his origin. That's all there is to that. And the uh, Spider-Man's is, is trapped by him, you know, as in like, <laughs> like the, these are guys with guns and like fucking Spider-Man's always in that situation, but now he's all fucking helpless. I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so when you say he was trapped, did you mean he thought he had a dick, but Hammerhead pulled down his pants and it was really a pussy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they've got Spider-Man captive. Why aren't they raping shit you know it's fucking yeah it's pretty but he goes to uh hammerhead's office which is a revolving office and i don't know what the fuck that plot point was all about that was stupid but uh he finds out that uh that dr octopus is holed up with some old lady so he thinks oh shit that's got to be aunt may you know because he knows her so he goes, escapes, and then goes over there and breaks into the house and gets knocked out. Like, what the fuck? My spider sense didn't warn me. What's going on here? And his Aunt May that fucking uh, you know, just gave him the whammy from behind. So now... She had a tentacle in her ass, one now, in her box, and she was sucking on one of them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dr. Octopus is going to rape him next issue if he's got him unconscious. But we'll see. We'll see. It's going to get that Peter. Yeah. Lackluster issue. Hammerhead's just a fucking stupid character. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait till issue 115. <laughs> well, Joe, you like lists? I do. I do like lists. So, in keeping 
with the uh, severed ties or whatever, we made this list as our top movies with amputee characters. You know, characters that are missing a limb. Yeah. That was <laughs> our all-pirate episode. So, in my honorable mentions, Tom, I have Forrest Gump. Because Lieutenant Dan, he didn't have no legs, you see. <laughs> but then I have the Forrest had one of those shitty leg braces like the fucking Warriors of Virtue kid did. They probably made that noise too, that clank and clank. <laughs> They're hitting each other. You know, like there's not fucking skin between the, the bars or anything. But and uh, pants. Then I have the beguiled because those uh those bitches they chopped off uh Clint Eastwood's leg in the movie so he hobbles around for the rest of the movie then i have the fugitive because harrison ford is framed by a one-armed man and he's trying to find the whole movie then i have guardians of the galaxy because nebula she's got a robot hand you know i think it makes that noise when she moves it and then I have Enter the Dragon because the villain, who's named Mr. Han, doesn't have a hand, you see, and he can replace it with like a fucking like little knife hand or a little electric saw hand, you know, or a flamethrower hand, you know, or a pen hand. So he made the most out of his uh, delibitating circumstance. Deformity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are my honorable mentions. Pretty good, Joe. Pretty good. I have Race War the Remake because somebody gets their arm ripped off and then they get beat with that arm. And then I have Street Trash because somebody gets their wiener torn off and then they play Keep Away with it. And then I have Cruising because there was an arm floating in the lake or the fucking whatever the fuck it was. And then I have tough guys don't dance because somebody got their head cut off. And then I have grizzly man for obvious reasons. Rest in empowerment, Timothy. So grizzly. No and pretend um, I have Planet Terror because Rose McGowan has a machine gun leg. Damn, I thought you were going to say because Tom Savini got his fingers get bitten off. Mm-mm, I didn't say that. No, all right. Well, my number 10 is Frankenhooker because those fucking whores exploded after they smoked that crack. Or you could say because Frankenhooker got chopped up with a lawnmower at the beginning. Either way, limbs were severed. They sure were. Number nine. At number nine, I have UHF. Damn, they got it all, man. Yeah. Because Uncle Louie, much like Mr. Han from uh, Enter the Dragon, has an arm that he can replace different shit with. And you love Michael Richards. 
piece of shit. <coughs> I have Cannibal the Musical. Because somebody gets their arm torn off. And then they get beat with said arm. He was also in Tough Guys Don't Dance and asked if his wife gave the other gentleman a rim job. Well, did she? (laughs) Go watch Tough Guys Don't Dance. She did, actually. She did. A couple of times. Yep. Number eight. At number eight, I have the Crippled Masters. Yeah, so this is a uh, kung fu movie. One guy has no arms, and another guy has, like, withered legs. And uh, and I got to make a note to make a shirt of this movie, because I like Are there ruse in it? Ruse? Yes. As in Kanga. No. Wow. I thought you meant for, like, making a soup or something. I have dead alive because there are many severed limbs in this movie especially when the lawnmower is upright dead alive dead alive number seven and number seven freaks hey my phone's ringing <laughs> yeah. So freaks. And he just crawls around. He even makes himself a rolls himself a cigarette. Did the lights go out? Okay, you're back. Yeah. You didn't see that? What? Your screen just went black and it just went and you're just talking like nothing's happening. Yeah, <laughs> it was all was up. Yeah. <laughs> So what was this movie again? Freaks. Oh, one of us. One of us. Yeah. There's a guy with no arms and no legs, and he rolls a cigarette with his mouth. <laughs> with his butt cheeks. Because <laughs> you got to oh. make do with what you got. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah. My number seven is The Exorcist 3. That little black kid got his head cut off. And put on a statue of Jesus. Or maybe it was the other way. Maybe they put the Jesus head on his body. One of the Anyways, two. the little black kid got his head cut off. Rest in empowerment. At least he was in heaven with Patrick Ewing. And Fabio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number six. Number six, I have Army of Darkness because the character Ashley doesn't have a hand. He's got like a chainsaw in place of that hand. My number six is Phantasm because the tall man gets his finger chopped off and then it turns into a really big horsefly. 
and it goes in the kid's hair. And he goes, Remember that one? I do. Number five. At number five, I have the one-armed swordsman. Because in this movie, there's a swordsman. He only has one arm. So I could have added the new one-armed swordsman. Or I could have added Zatuichi versus the one-armed swordsman. Mm. And I think the one-armed swordsman is also in Master of the Flying Guillotine, but I could be wrong on that one. Been a while since I've seen it. Like that song? Yes. It's been a while? Mm-hmm. Mm. My number five is the bowling classic with Big Earn, and that's Kingpin. Old Munson loses his hand. He doesn't have a hand. I mean, he does, but it's not a real hand. rubber. Fuck. Number four. Number four, I have Malena, which I've talked about before. When Malena's husband comes back from the war, he's missing an arm. So he does the thing where, like, it's folded over. You know, you wear long sleeve shirts. Yeah, where he folds his arm over. (laughs) God damn it. Start putting fucking buttons on all my long sleeve shirts. Number four, I have Day of the Dead. There's some missing limbs in that movie, Joe. That's how you edit Say Yellow. Jello! Steel always cracks me up. <laughs> and I made that list, and that's why I wrote Jello Bandana on that package I sent you, because it uh... made me laugh. <laughs> Thank you for that package, by the way. They <laughs> enjoy it. At number three, I have Happy Gilmore. Carl Weathers. He's missing a hand, you see, because it was chopped off by a crocodile. Well, my number three also has somebody missing a hand. Both hands, Joe. Both arms, both legs, and finally their head. And that is Sin City. Oh, Kevin, such a sweet boy. Rest in empowerment, Kevin. This is Charlie Brown. He never screamed until I touched his penis. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) With, With the saw. No, with my mitts. What? Okay, it was my butt. And that's how Marv found out he liked having sex with dead boys. (laughs) (laughs) Number two. Number two, I have Candyman. Because Candyman is missing an arm. He's got some kind of fucking, I don't know, hook or something. Mm. He's like Captain Hook. Yeah, he's a pirate. Mm. 
My number two, somebody cuts their finger off. But it turns out it was a fake hand. But you still thought it was at first. And that is basketball. One of your favorite movies, Joe. I don't think I got to that part. Fuck. Here we go. Number one. And number one. We've got Mad Max Fury Road. Because Furiosa has a robot arm. Fuck. Good movie. And it hasn't made one of my lists in a while. And when it does, it's usually at number one. Well, Joe, my number one happens to be a movie where Tom Savini gets his fingers bitten off. And that is Planet Terrar, starring the guy from Lawnmower Man. Yeah, Jeff Fahey. There you go. So, but body whoa. parts did not make my list, even though Jeff Fahey is in that. <laughs> Fucking prick. So, uh, tune in next week where we list our top 10 favorite artists. Or don't. That, that's your call because had a few, had a few bumps this week and I'd, I'd understand if you didn't come back. Yeah. Yeah. But even if you're not going to come back, you can always head over to dwmproductions.net and check out the masks that Tom has to offer. Not only masks, but props and cowls. He's really big on the cowls and maybe even some Christmas ornaments or you can buy a movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can head on over to fastcustomshirts.com and order a shirt. And it's going to take a while to get to you because I'm real behind on work right now. But fuck it. Fuck it. It'll get done. Hey, everybody. You enjoy your week. And boy, God. Oh!